when the things you seek have been lost to time. Look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for time paradoxes, historical retaliation, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any inquiries regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered. In time. Friends of the past. Daphne and Michael meet their target of interest, Eric Thorvaldsen. A party is to be held in Thorgus' home to celebrate the notorious explorer's return, and the team put their plan in motion. However, things may take a turn for the unexpected. I don't remember sitting still a day in my life. Why stay in one place and memorize every single corner of a stale house when I could just set sail and see the world for myself? A man ought to do what a man wants to do. What do I want? I'm looking for something that'll carve my name into history. Odin knows if I'll actually find it. Orvelson. Ha! Holloman! Have you come by to enjoy the festivities? No. When you arrived at port, I was not under the impression that you had committed a crime. You'd been summoned by the council to face trial for the murder of Eof the Fowl. On what grounds? The thralls came forward and claimed it was you. I'd prefer you came quietly instead of riling up your guests. Ha! I'm a reasonable man, Holloman. That bastard's death was unfortunate, but I know you'll come to understand my reasons. Can I just say a word to my newest crew member so he can get some things in order for me? Fine, but don't try anything funny. Uh, as if you could stop me. Michael! It seems I'm going to be indisposed due to a uh, discrepancy in my past. I'm about to be put on trial, and I need you to get my set stalker from Thorgest so the gods will aid me in this most dire time. Uh, I'll make sure he gets the message. You can count on me, Eric. Good man. When I'm free of this nonsense, we'll all go somewhere less restrictive to gather like-minded people for the trip to Greenland. Perhaps some of those hearty friends of yours from Svalbard can join us. <laughs> uh, yeah, Svalbard, of course. I'm just saying, take your lunch with you when you leave. You're still on that? Do you ever talk about important things? For example, who do you think is the mole? Hart. I never knew you were so keen on partaking in the workplace drama. Let's see. What about those interns? I don't think so. They don't have a grasp on how stuff works around here to begin with. Besides, they've only ever asked me how to get Daft to talk to them like normal people. Well, 
with how that number two is acting around her, I'd expect him to receive normal treatment within a year of his retirement. They have names, you know. The girl goes. And what about that old librarian, eh? She barely shows up to the meetings, and she's always focusing so hard that she puts herself to sleep. And her fashion sense. Great Depression chic will never be a thing, Strega. Are you actually nailing down suspects? Or are you just venting? If I can get many things done at once, then so be it. Unlike our respected librarian, who evidently prefers to keep new developments coming as slowly as she possibly can. Actually, she just discovered that we sent Michael and Daphne back with the wrong set stalker. Mamma mia! <sighs> I'll get the broom. I've got the paper towels. How long have you two been standing there? Not long. We just got out of the library a couple minutes ago. What is this about our ses- set up? Katsu? Yeah, I made this thing exactly to the specifications. What went wrong? Our, uh, research- Oh, that damned librarian fell asleep one too many times, I say. Philippe, calm down. These things happen. Do you know what it means if I don't measure my fabric correctly? When I forget to check the tensioning on my machines? When someone sews the seams the wrong side up? Can you guess? It means we muck up the order and the whole project gets thrown away. Oh, crap. This is my biggest bonus yet, and I'm not going to lose it because some geriatric, narcoleptic- Philippe, stop. <sighs> Fine. I suppose I'm not setting a decent example for our juniors. My belief remains the same nonetheless. If a piece of the machine fails, the whole operation crumbles. I share your sentiments, but we're not going to get anywhere by blowing up in the break room. That's not how we solve problems. Right. So anyway, with another pair of eyes to help research, we found that we're going to need a set stalker that more closely resembles Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. Here's a rough sketch of what it should look like. Interesting. I take it you two haven't told Murphy yet? Not yet. The library lady told us we should tell the other heads on our way to the boss's office. All right. Make a detour to Gleason and tell him what you told us, okay? Got it. You got it. <laughs> Thorgus, that is hilarious. And what did the sheep do after you shaved it like that? It tried to run itself out into the sea. Could you believe it? My sons and I had to tie it up and dredge it out. <laughs> Poor thing. Your sons? Yes, my sons. Didn't I tell you I sired a couple of Hellspawn? Oh. Uh, I think you have a wife then. No, she, uh died after birth in Elgar. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Ah, we knew it was a possibility if we had another, but she told me she wanted to, despite my protests. <sighs> Still, it does get lonely sometimes. I, I love my sons more than anything, but the touch of a woman, that's something you don't forget so easily. The touch of a woman, you say? 
Well, the party's in full swing. We could probably sneak off and... I, I couldn't. Your, your husband would. My husband's barely looked at me since he met Eric. I didn't sign up to marry a man that I won't be able to see because he's out swabbing decks for a living. Well, <clears throat> if you put it that way, I suppose... August. My kid! <coughs> oh, <coughs> oh, it's you. What is it? The time has come. Eric's being held to trial. What for? Murder. Oh, gods. Eric, you finally did it, didn't you? I'm sorry, Les. It pains me, but I cannot ignore this duty. Thorgist, wait! Please tell me you've got the set, Stalker. I would have if Thorgist didn't get pulled for jury duty. Wait, he's going with them? Eric didn't tell me he'd be part of the trial. Well, he is. And then what happens? Eric's getting exiled, and he'll take the set stalker with him to who knows where. Only one thing to do now. We have to follow them. All right. Let me just grab one for the road. And one for heart? Do you think Murphy would want one? Daphne. Fine, fine, fine. Coming. Do you ever think Gleason gets lonely down here all by himself? Shh! No! No, I just... I just need more time, that's all. Who's he talking to? Maybe he's... ordering pizza? Yeah, very likely. Let's see if we can get in closer. Lead the way, detective. Sure. Yep, it's all in place. Don't forget to hit the switch on your way out. What's he talking about? Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, he's, he's coming this way. Uh, act natural. How long have you two been standing around down here? And what's with the weird looks? Not long at all. <laughs> Just got here, actually. Mm-hmm. And what brings you down here? Usually nobody visits this area unless the machine is up and running. Oh, uh, the original set stalker's a dud, and we were told to let you know on our way to the boss. A dud? How so? The time we had to comb through all of the info in the library was too limited. We ended up getting a different description from the one we actually needed. That's odd. She's never given us bad information before. How different are we talking about here? Mm, a replica was in the shape of a spear, and the real one's a hammer. Oh, no! Is there anything we can do to help? Like, I don't know, just make another one and send it through? That would be the plan, yes. But the machine isn't very streamlined. The calculations themselves will take hours, and sending the exact amount of power through the machine is difficult. It usually takes a day or two to get it all sorted out, but given that we've only got less than a day to wrap the mission, we'll have to adapt quickly. Go, let Murphy know. Hopefully she can keep that Jason guy busy if we end up running a little late. 
You got it, dude. Wait, the Sylvia update should be completed by now, right? Can't we just call her? Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Sylvia hasn't been the most reliable tool as of late. Why do you say that? Uh, the voice recognition function has been... Let's just say she's had a bit of an attitude problem as of late, and we'd rather play it safe than sorry. Cryptic? But, okay, whatever you say. Come on, let's go. All right, so how are we going to tell the boss all of this- Gleason's hiding something. Well, yeah, the phone call was absolutely- No, not just the phone call. He was being really weird when Sylvia came up too. What? Mm, what do you mean? Have you ever had an attitude problem from her before? Sure, she's a bit janky at times, but I'm pretty sure Murphy could understand us even if the AI gets a word or two wrong. I don't know. It doesn't make sense for us to be doing all this walking around when we have phones. Maybe that's just my lazy side talking, though. No, you're right. Something's off around here. I can't say if Gleason's the mole, but there's something he knows that the rest of us don't. Exactly. Still, I've got no idea what it is. Let's just get this news to Murphy. Yep. She hates to be kept waiting. Really? What can I say? The Dunga deserved it. For killing my thralls, what could a man expect? Could I have gone about it more... properly? Perhaps. I could have challenged him to a home gang and fought him without consequence. But Ayo always had ways of slithering out of things. Do you see ah, him? Come on. Don't look at me like that. Is a man not justified in pursuing what's He's about a hundred meters due north between those two braziers. So, did you pick up your ability to track people like a bloodhound in basic? Or are you hiding some metal claws I should know about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about how I can barely see two feet in front of me, and here you are, stalking this guy like you've got his scent. It's not that hard. Hey, watch out for that branch. Yep. You just have to keep them in your sights and watch them like a hawk. It's that simple. Sure. That's easy for you to say. Next you're going to tell me you're a part of SEAL Team 6 or something. You weren't in SEAL Team 6, were you? Um... Not exactly. What does not exactly mean? Oh, I think I see him now. He just went inside that building. Yeah, now let's move. It's got an open design, so let's see if we can get in over one of those walls. All right, this looks like a good spot. Let me see if I can just get... Um, <clears throat> you, uh, want some help there? No, that's... It's tougher than... Oh, then I remember. Ugh. Here, let me give you a, a boost. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. So, what's your plan on getting the set stalker from Thorgist? Seduce him? Ha uh ha. -huh. Funny, but no. I'll have to figure out some way to grab it when he and the others aren't looking. 
pickpocket him, misdirection, whatever it takes. I have never seen you do any of those things. You might actually be the least sneaky person I know. I learn fast. Anyway, wait for me back at Thorgus's. I shouldn't need more than a few minutes. Roger that, General Major Master Sergeant. Your mobile booster chair is on the move. God. Screw that. I'm not sitting this one out. That blockhead will be glad I'm around if he gets caught. Let's see. Window, window. Wherefore art thou, window? Ah! Jackpot. The ting has been assembled. Eric Thorvaldson, we three represent the law of this town. We shall hear your plea, ask you and your accusers questions, and discuss amongst ourselves a proper verdict. Then I, as the leader of this settlement, shall deliver the final sentencing. Is this understood? Ha! It surprises me to see you in such a position of power, friend. But I'm neither deaf nor stupid. You know who I am, and you know I'm innocent of this crime these Korkat accuse me of. No, I'm more worried about you over there. Tell me, how can this be a fair trial when one of the judges is a woman who's only seen me drunk? The people selected your judges, Eric, not me. She happens to be a good judge of character, and she knows the goings-on in this town more than anyone else. Skeeter. And don't think I can't see you, Holloman. We're going to have a talk after this damn farce of a trial. Did you just threaten me, Red? It's, is he allowed to do that? I actually don't think there are any rules against being a pot-licking heathen. Though there definitely should be. Eric, you will respect- I didn't threaten you, Holloman. I merely offered to talk. Are you so afraid of words? Or are you just scared of the big, bad red? Enough! Eric, the only reason why you're still alive after an outburst like that is because you're a personal friend of mine. Shut up and hear your accusers, or I'll end your adventuring days right here. Whatever! Get on with it already. Then it's settled. The trial begins. Before we start... I'd like to rescind the accuser's identities. It is now obvious to me that retaliation is not a far-off possibility. I agree. This one's been known to bear grudges. Are you prepared to recite the accusation, then? Of course. <clears throat> it is said that Eric Thorvaldson sought personal revenge after Eof the Fowl killed a number of thralls under his ownership. What have you to say, Eric? Damn right! Those thralls were under my ownership! Stupid as they were in their actions, I'd have given them a good beating after. But Aeoth had to go and take matters into his own filthy hands. I feel more than justified in doing the same. Yet, you did not seek a home gang as per law of the land. So what if I didn't? You know what the result would have been? Honorable duel or not, no healer would have been able to save him. Don't the ones trying to erase our culture believe in doing unto others or, or whatever goes on in that book they're peddling? We're not of the same stock as those Christian cowards, Eric. 
And you know that. We expect disputes among our clan to be settled like civilized people. Did you just... Jeez, they're really grilling him over this Aolf guy. I can't see Michael yet, though. At least he hasn't been caught. Aolf was a snake. He'd have gotten out of any trouble that came his way. All he had to do was drop a few coins into the right people's pouches. I could have done that too, you know. Instead, I face this trial as I face all of my troubles. With my head held high as an honest man. That is not how the law works, Eric. It is simple. You do something wrong, and you are punished for it. There he is. Take it slow, Jarhead. I didn't. (laughs) We're getting off track. So, you freely admit to the murder of Aeol for the foul, then? Yes, I killed the vile little vermin. Ask anyone how they felt about him. They won't see it as a crime, but as a blessing. One less pest to plague the village with his stench, as far as I'm concerned. Tell me you don't feel the same way. His name was Aeolf the Fowl for a reason. Aeolf did smell like a bucket of rotten fish heads. Come on, come on. He's got it. Holy... I can't believe he actually pulled it off. I've heard enough. And we're just talking in circles. Shall we give our verdicts? Aye. Innkeeper, what be your judgment? Eric, you're a rotten, lousy drunk. And I think the community would be much better off without your violent influence tainting everyone you come in contact with. Guilty. You know, I don't like you much, Eric. But I can't in good conscience say that I wouldn't have done the same thing if it were one of my thralls. I say innocent. The final vote belongs to you, Thorgest. What say you? I... I am at a loss for words. I never thought it would come to this. You're like a brother to me, Eric. But you've broken the rules too many times. The murder was just the final straw. I've covered for you time and time again. But I'm tired of cleaning up your messes. Oh, Thorgist. I know this must be hard for him. Hurry up, Michael. I want to get out of here before things get messier than they already are. I think it's time you finally face the consequences of your actions. For the good of the entire community. It is with a heavy heart that I judge you guilty. (sighs) My own brother-in-arms turning his back on me. And a last word before we deliver the sentence. Forecast! You're up. What was... My kill? I thought you were back in the... And what is that you've got in your hand? My set, Stalker! My kill! Throw it down here for me! Least they could do is... Hey! Where are you going? Get back here! Thief! 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 
See, I'm too honest of a man. I stand trial, face my accusations head on, and what do I get for it? A new face steals my most prized possession, and my friend betrays my trust like I wasn't the one who taught him how to rough the seas. Bah! Exile's the best thing that's happened to me since I decided to take up the sails. Better for me to never go back there again. You have a call from Jason Erickson. Put him on. Murphy, where the hell is my damn set stoker? If I had it, I would have called you. Do you know what day it is? Do you even have a calendar in that office of yours? Why don't you come check? In fact, why call me instead of our usual face-to-face? Have you got the flu? I'm meeting with my father today at noon. It's seven o'clock right now. If I don't have it in my hands by eleven, I... Yes, yes, you'll use every penny in your arsenal to bring down my business and kick me and my employees to the street. You need to calm down, Mr. Erickson. You're going to stress yourself to death. Did you just tell me to calm... What? Sylvia, I wasn't going to hang up on him yet. Why did you... Please see you. Murphy's Inc. was created by Milliam Chan. This episode was written by Austin Dye and Tara Eon. Directed by Mark Helton and Tara Eon. Produced by Milliam Chan, Mark Helton, James Devereaux Lewis, Austin Dye, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. This episode featured the voice talents of Kirsty Harrison as Murphy, Jenny Helton, as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Carrie Hampton as Hart, Quinn Cafarata Jenkins as Philippe, Stephanie Bauman as Intern 1, James Deverell Lewis as Intern 2, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Tyrus Rayner as The Sailor, Catherine Hampton as The Innkeeper, Angel Kabarlock as Thorgist, Jeff Moore as Jason, Joe Bly as Eric the Red, and I'm Michelle Calhoun, your announcer. This series is proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next time as Murphy's Inc. continues. <laughs> <laughs>